It's Coffee Quad Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekert, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, Well, a very good morning. We got off to a little rocky start there, but we have a, what is called a Dropbox issue. A file didn't work, or two, or three of them didn't work. But, hey, that doesn't stop us. We're the coffee club. We don't let small things like promos and spots stop us. No, we don't. Well, let's get started on the panel this morning. We might as well start with... Jeff in Albany. Well, thank you very much. But good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're listening. However, how, uh, it's really great here today in Albany. It's the weather's warm. I mean, for, for for this time of year, it's 40 degrees almost. I mean, it's like it's like fall, not winter. But that's going to change by the end of the week. So doing okay here. Have to say hello to my buddy Jr. They had a 50th surprise birthday party for him this past Saturday. Had a great time. Got to meet his sister Marianne and got to meet a few ham radio operators that I know from the area as well. We had a very very good time. Definitely an enjoyable time was had by myself and everybody at the party so that's what's going on here bill all right let's go to minneapolis minnesota where there is trouble in river city actually trouble has been figured out the cat turned off my power strip oh <laughs> okay so, i so. knew she was up here 
but I didn't think she got under the desk here, but she did. So she, it happens. <laughs> but now, now we have power, and is the yep, computer working okay? Up. Yep, it's it should be up and running here in a minute. Here, what's that? Also, always, everything's coming up roses. Well, everything's coming yeah. up computer. Everything's uh, coming. It always, up. Um, it always takes Dropbox a little while to load up here, but otherwise, it's it's working. It's it's working, and and Tim, I learned a little lesson this morning. Don't make changes in Dropbox after you've already got your playlist or your rotation in studio. I've done that occasionally. That is a no, no. But And if you guys want to hear about bad weather, we're supposed to get down to six below tonight. And then, um, I'm sorry, uh, um, nothing too serious tomorrow except a high of five above. But then uh, Friday, we're supposed to get 13 to 16 inches of snow. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. But I see your Minnesota Twins signed uh, Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson, to yeah. $92 million contract for four years. Four years and an extension, what is it, another $8 million for the fifth year or something like that. So they've they really went out for a guy that's, what, the Thirty-four years old. Thirty-four years old. Yeah. So we'll get to the raised hands in just a moment, guys. Uh, we will, but we want to get through the panel first. Let's see. Da 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 da. da. Dave and Chris. We're good. It's thirty-five here, and I think we're supposed to get a total of about five inches of snow over the weekend, different times. But that's what it's going to all add up to. Does that make you want to move back to Little Rock, Arkansas, Chris? Oh, I could do without the snow. I don't mind the cold so much, but I could do without the snow. But I have new boots. My boots dry rotted over since I've been up here. Well, you might have new boots because the cat had them this morning. Yeah, well, <laughs> you may not be able to Tim, find them. We've been there and done that with the power strip. Oh. Yeah, cats are good at that kind of stuff, although dogs are even worse. I had, uh, I used to have a dog that used to, when people came over to visit and they'd take their shoes off, the dog would grab their shoes and take them out in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, Flash wait, 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 wait. unties people's shoes. Yeah. Oh, my cat used to do it. Where's your, oh, uh, where's your uh, the dog, the poodle, today? Oh, he's he's up here in bed sleeping in, well, he's smart dog. in he's, our bed. He's a smart one. Let's see. We've got Dave and Chris okay. We, we're missing Mike. We're miss, we'll are we get Mike in Evansville, Mike and Abby. Oh, good morning, everyone. Yeah, my favorite cat solution. story was when my soundboard quit working, and I looked up to find the cat stretched out across all the controls sunbathing under the window. But uh, <laughs> now we're doing pretty good here. Uh, getting a lot of inquiries on my business, my company, so I'm very excited about that. But I might have to the suggestion of Dave and Chris do a little tutorial on proper, effective cleaning and stove maintenance because I thought I cleaned mine really well and then put it on the uh, self-cleaning mode and set off the smoke alarm. So apparently I didn't. Oh. Yeah, well, actually, that's pretty normal. That's they, yeah. they yeah, will Mike, tell I was you say, if you read the book that that's pretty normal. Yeah, I have a, uh, that. My apartment has a self-cleaning oven here, and it doesn't always happen, but there are times when it does set off the smoke alarm, and there's not much you can do about it. No, but uh, someone taught us a, a lesson. I think maybe it was Pauline that listens about the fact that you can um, put some foil at the bottom of your oven is that what we did was yeah that foil? Helps. yeah we did I some do that aluminum actually. foil in the foil. bottom and then when it gets dirty just take it out yeah, that's, i mean that helps 
it helps. It doesn't solve the whole problem, uh, but it helps. And so, let's see, what's the name of that business again, Michael? Effective Solutions. Effective Solutions, where you do websites and you... Not only we're doing do podcasts, webcasts, we're, podcasts getting your, and we're getting you revved up for individual feeds. We've already got them imported. And just waiting, just waiting to for some to graphics the, the, and graphics. Michael's big. Someone asked me a question, Mike: Is will will the old podcast still be on All Things Radio? So if I want to go to podcast number one, I can still do that if I want to. Is that that's not going away? Is it? Uh, it should be at, over at allthingsradio.net. We're going to see because normally. They don't really let you have 500 podcasts in an archive. It looks like the new provider limits you to 100, so we could go back the last two years, but we could make them available somewhere else outside of an RSS feed. Or Well, that's what I meant, because right now they're available on, on your website, on, on the website, but they're not, they're not on the archive. I don't, I don't believe they're on the regular RSS feed for Podbean. I don't know. So, uh, we're, no, we're, so we can We're going to work something out like that for special subscribers who want that additional content we're going to do something about that but um you know we're we're going to do something about that and michael's so busy there at effective solutions and all that good stuff and we'll have some more exciting announcements about that so if your club your organization your blindness agent you know near you or you know somebody wanting to start a podcast contact us and we'll contact michael for you or he'll be on with some you know uh you know so you can contact him and get that done because it'll do wonders for your organization if you really want to be noticed or if you're doing a business, whatever you're doing, check out Effective Solutions. Uh, Michael will be back with some more stories, and it'll be a part of a story I'm going to be doing in just a few minutes. But we've got Jennifer on the downstairs. What's going on with you, Jennifer? Well, it's fairly quiet around here. I do have to make an amendment, though. I told you all before that I was really aggravated with water pit because my toothbrush wouldn't charge, and I called them, and the lady told me, well, you have to buy a whole new unit because you didn't, unless it's under warranty, and of course I hadn't filled out papers to get a warranty with them. Well, somebody came yesterday, and they were going to help me take it back to Target. I was going to take the thing back to Target and see if I could replace it because that's where I got it. And there was a, going through the paperwork, she was looking for the receipt, and there was a a thing in there that said, before you take this item back, call this number. Well, she called him, and the person, the man she talked to was very nice, and he said, he just asked her for the numbers off the bottom of the toothbrush, and he said they would send me a whole new unit. But he did give me a tip that I never thought of before. If you have trouble with your toothbrush, he said something about, if you change the brush head, sometimes that will make it start working again. In this case, it didn't, but it's nice to know that if you ever have trouble with one of those. But I figured if if you bought it online from the company and they were selling it through Target, that that had to be a reputable dealer. And we'll be talking a little bit more about that because I realize we got a few people to get to, but we're we're just kind of hanging in there and been struggling a little bit this week, and it's a good thing for the um, sensor because I've had several nights and very very low of the blood sugar under forty, and we're not so pleased about that. So we're trying to get that under control, but. 
Other than that, all is good. Jeff, do we have anybody with raised we do. hands? We have Jerry here, so I will take care of Jerry right now. Go ahead, Jerry. Jerry's not going. Hey, I, I, I unmuted him, but I... try again now, Jerry. Okay. There this is our last day in the 50s. We're going to get snow over the weekend, but nothing like Tim's getting, thank God. No 13 to 16 inches or nothing like that, but good to see you back, Tim, and of course, we all express our condolences. Thank you. All right, Jerry, it's good to have you in there, and th- that gives me a reminder real quick. If you are of a need and you need to listen to the podcast via phone, you may call 773-572-3006 and press option 7 if you want to listen to the coffee club. It will tell you. But you could be listening, your phone ring, or you need to go. You can hang up and call back and resume the coffee club. So for all the people who just cannot use a computer or an iPhone or whatever the case may be, you can listen by telephone and you can also leave us a message or ask us a question there too. So that is important to know. That is now up and running. And Jeff, do we have anybody else? Not right now. Because I thought I saw two hands raised. Yes, yeah, we, we do. do. We have Gail and Joe. Yeah, we do have two hands raised. Oh, there, I see Joe. Hold on. Oh, hi. This is, good morning. This is Joe here at Albuquerque. Oh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's 30 degrees. going to get up to 55 and down to 30 tonight. Well, good. At least it's not going to be snow. Yeah, no no snow rough. here. No, no. No, no snow here. Everything else okay with you, Joe? Oh, yeah. Good. Pretty pretty cool. We actually can now uh, receive radio stations on our iPhone. We have an app called Receiver Radio. We paid the three, one time $3.99 for it. And we get radio stations and podcasts, all that good stuff by way of, of voice command. Yeah. Is that called Receiver? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. They're... Hopefully they continue to update the database because they didn't yeah, use they to keep it updated. Doing that for a while, but... It's it's one of those constant things, but yeah, that is a, a a good little a good little app to have for you, and that's good, Joe. All right, Jeff, who's next? Uh, I see Bill's got his hand raised, and there's Gail too. Okay, let me get to, let me find Gail. Go ahead, Gail. As as you know, and for those of you do, that don't, I'm fi- I finally took the plunge. Uh, I now have Windows 10. Everything went well with the with the thing with the with my computer people. We did it. They did it remotely with uh, Team Viewer. Everything's working fine. If I have any questions, I can call them and they can help me with anything I need. So so far, so good. So far, so good. I, we told you it wouldn't be that much of a jump off the cliff. It really is. Things I, I did not realize, for instance, that you don't use the start menu anymore. That you, you go around on the desktop and you use other things. Start menu sort of is off. It does different things, but it, but yeah. I, I learned that right. But you can use the start menu. You can, you know, if you want to go to a certain place, you can. But most of the things. 
are, you're right, they are on your desktop. And it's easier for me, I found out, to, to do it that way on the desktop. And I can still get to the email and I can still do. Exactly. And, and I right. found out how to do the, I sent the email to Tim that I needed to. And everything is working just well, so far. So good. In just a few minutes or a little bit, I'm going to do a little bit of a, of a demo of a, a computer that I've set up for Nancy. Um, and we're going to talk about that with Windows 10. So yeah, we have we have Bill in Chicago has got his hand raised. Okay, and thanks, Gail. All right, uh, go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Okay, I'm just going to give you a quick weather report. Freezing rain. It's about 30 degrees here. We're supposed to get down to the teens tonight. Monday, we're supposed to be no higher than five above zero, five below zero. So it's headed east for you guys. Mm. And also, my condolences to Tim. Oh, freezing rain sounds terrible. Yeah, no, why did you have to tell us this, Bill? Just what we, but Chris and I wanted to hear. She's 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 headed back to Arkansas, and I'm headed to Florida. Right. <laughs> it's going. It's going. Well, we're supposed to have high winds again on the lake. You know, last Friday, last past Friday, we had 20, 25 foot waves hitting the Lakeshore Drive. In fact, they closed Northbound Lakeshore Drive. And it ripped up the new bike and running path that the city just put in along the lake, tore all the asphalt up. Some woman that lives near the lake, it broke her windows, and she had water hitting her couch, which was 12 feet away from the window. We and saw the Lakeshore Drive thing on the Weather Channel. And there was a problem in Michigan where the, where, the, where the Lakeshore erosion was so bad that there are people's houses who are on the shore of the lake that might go into the lake if they're not careful. I don't know if oh, yeah, said. right, right. Yeah, that, that, that's right. the thing. Well, they had one here about a month ago in the northern part of Illinois, along the lake there near Wisconsin. And fall into the lake. It had already been abandoned, though. The person knew that they had. They moved them out. They condemned the house. But before they got it tore down, it fell into the lake. Well, at least you don't have to worry about that, Bill. Nope. No, if, nope. It, if it gets to me, if it gets to me, the whole east side of Chicago is going to go through. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm, about three mi- I'm about three miles in the lake. So. <laughs> that brings a whole new meaning to lakefront property, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, they, there was one garage that people parked you know, in the lower level. You know, they got these apartment buildings where they dig out their basement, and it flooded every car in that garage. They couldn't get them out. Uh, if it gets so, to us, we better have Noah on standby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, also, uh, do we have any more raised hands? Then I've got one question for Chris. Um, No, I don't see any. No, I don't see any either. Okay. Uh, Chris, and if you don't feel comfortable with it, you don't have to. We had some people, and we think this is important to mention, who may need or cannot afford the... uh, the sensors from Libra and how you were able to call, and I'm not specifically talking about yourself, but for anybody that can apply for a coupon that at least lasts for the year. Right. We ran into a problem. We were paying about $35 per sensor at Walmart because they got some kind of coupon last year that we used. Well, this year, the same coupon, the sensors went up to over $50 a piece. So that's quite a little raise. It was like $55 or $56 a piece. And I got online, and I found the same coupon Walmart found, which didn't really help much. So I called them back. They got it down to three thirty-seven for six instead of three forty-five, and I thought, well, big deal. Okay, so I called Libra. Um, somebody else had told me that they had done this, so we called Libra, and we said, look. 
Insurance isn't paying a penny on these. I hear that there's some kind of voucher we can get where we can get them a lot cheaper. And they said, well, technically, if you have insurance, and I said, well, you know, that's really not fair because insurance isn't paying anything. There's no point in even filing insurance because they're not going to pay. They've already told us. I said, we've been using this for 14 months and they've never paid a penny. So they said, well, all right, we will email it and you can try it. But they said it's two sensors for $75, which was acceptable. That's $37.50 a piece. That's not too much of a raise. It's more than I'd like, but it's not bad. So I have them send the voucher to Dave's email and we print it off and take it to Walmart yesterday. And I presented it at the counter and we said, now there's no point in filing insurance because they're not going to pay. We already know that. We're having to pay for it out of pocket. We always have. So they said, okay, well, go have a seat and we'll call you in a minute. So anyway, we sat down for a couple minutes and they called us and we went back to the counter. And the long and short of it is, well, I guess it's the long today. But anyway, we got two for $39.99 with tax and everything. So I was real happy about that. So sometimes it pays to call and just ask and be a little bit persistent. It does. It it calls, and in this particular case, it helped you. And I, I can't tell you, if you're able to use a phone at all and, and can do that, it is so important. Hey, Chris, one question. How long do these coupons last for? Is it for the year now? Is it's for the, if they say it's for a year. I think it's actually a calendar year because he told me this would be good till December 31st. And you just take the same voucher every time. So you got to put it up and keep up with it. Do you have to keep printing it off every month, or is, is it? No, or, no, okay. it's the same voucher. You just print it off, and what I'll do is I'll put it in an envelope and label what it is, so I don't lose it. And take it in when when you refill your thing. We um, what we're finding. I, I found a very accessible coupon on online called Simple Care. Very good website too look and compare your RXs, and we're just finding that they're all over the map for the same thing. I paid $92 for my prescription, and I found the same thing at another store, the same exact thing for $18. Now, somebody's making some money, and their price is all between those points, and it's because my doctor's office doesn't believe in um, the insurance. So he says, it's cheaper. I can give you a bigger supply if you take these meds, if you just won't use insurance. But then I had to pay a big, 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 big difference. And I don't know. It's uh, it's it's really, a, it, it's it's tough out there. It's it, There's quite a difference. Well, you started out with good RX for a while, and it was cheaper. It was, and then right. they raised their price. And then, See, I think good RX may have been the coupon they were using, but I'm not sure about that because every time I would indicate that I'd like to know, they would just say, well, we, I don't know, we found this coupon online. Because well, I, I called and asked the pharmacist when his went up last time, I said, well, did you use the, you know, his coupon card? And she said, yes, but they've raised the price on it. So, uh, what? No, it's Walgreens that raised the price. That's, I mean, you just might as well just call it right as it is. That's exactly 
what happens. So you've just got to be, and that's no reflection against the Walgreens drug chain. I'm just saying that's exactly what happened. But it's something you need to be very, 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 very mindful of as we go along. There's just quite a disparity in prices on prescriptions. I understand they all need to make money. I just don't like for them to make it. All people that that are taking these things because they have to have it, not because they just decided one day that they wanted to do it. You know, that... Does Costco... I just got a question from JR. Does Costco do the same thing? Do they have a pharmacy and would they be cheaper at Costco? I don't know. I can't answer that question, JR, because we don't even have a Costco here in Albany, so... Okay, we have a Costco. They do have a pharmacy. They might be a little bit cheaper, but they're not coming up in some of the coupons I see as one of the um, things. It, the big ones that come up are Walmart, CBS, Walgreens, Rite Aids, and there might have been one other one. But, Bill, on a lot of those coupon pages, and this is what I did the other day, they have pharmacy phone numbers, and so I called and I said, can you tell me where in my zip code takes this coupon? And they were able to tell me a list. Right, right. You can use that, and that's that's very, very, very helpful. Well, I mean, I don't understand why the prices are so different. Why is it that my, my ex-wife, Kristen, can get insulin cheaper at Walmart, but if she goes to CVS, it's double the price? I don't understand why there's not some there's no regulation on this stuff. That's a, that Maybe I'm making a mistake here, but I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand that. I don't. I mean, I, I can't honestly tell you. I, you know, I can't tell you. I don't know if there's no regulation, but... You know, relatively, unless there's a lot of overhead or submission. I mean, I just have no idea as to why there's such a dispute, you know, in, in price. Because they can. Right. You don't because they can. Some insurance companies will pay it. Right. Well, and some of them, the insurance company itself has made it more expensive because of the what, however they price their drugs that they think are a different schedule. And I don't really understand all that, but I know, like, my thyroid medicine, they changed the schedule of drugs. They consider it so they could pay less for it. So, really, it's the, same as, it's the same as, like, access technology. The reason all these note-takers and some of these things are so overpriced is because you know, <laughs> they, they, they can it. get it. Right. And also, there's a limited market for blind people, too, Mike. I mean, that, if but my point blind, is, you know, my point is it's artificially, the prices are artificially inflated because entities will pay it. And that's... Now, that, now these particular things we're talking about aren't for blind people, these pills, these diabetic whatever the reason. These are for everybody. And everybody across the board gets a good old-fashioned whatever and it's it's not so good and you really have to be smart or pushy or like Chris was yesterday and Jennifer's mother was when she called back in and said uh wait a minute what do you mean this toothbrush just because it stopped working after 2 weeks doesn't mean that it's not that that's tolerable you know you don't you pay your money then you need some type of relatively a good type of, um, you know, something to warranty to back it up. Do we have any other questions before we switch topics here? Let me just check. I'll just say one real quick thing. That's no, I don't say. Go ahead, Mike. I don't pay with a credit card gives you 60 days of protection for defects like that. So that's 
the main reason to pay everything with a credit card, 60 days. They do give yeah. you 60 days. Do you have to go into a lot of detail? What if I said, hmm, thing just didn't work? Yeah, that that's if it doesn't work or if it doesn't, if you get the wrong product or... Okay, so I buy something, it's bad. It just doesn't work. I called the manufacturer, they did what they said to Jenny. Then do you you have to contact your credit card company? Yes, you dispute the charge to your credit card company and say Uh, this unit was defective. And that that takes care of it. Yeah, they'll take the charge up. Bill raised his hand. Yeah, I've got him right now, but I'll I'll unmute Bill here, Bill. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, Yeah, I got Bill mentioned a thing about his doctor didn't like insurances that he covered under your insurance or how you i mean i don't get that well i know why he doesn't like insurance because he, he's only paid a certain amount of money and that's it it's not the insurance he doesn't like he doesn't like doing the because of the drug that he takes every year you have to fill out these forms and send it to the insurance company that the doctor has to fill out that preauthorizes him to have this stupid prescription for another year and he doesn't oh, like okay. doing that so uh, Okay, I follow you. I was wondering when you said, I thought you didn't take insurance at all. I said, well, kind of. No. No, he he just doesn't. It's just the headache of that particular medicine, and and they limit how many he can get at a time if he pays for it with insurance where he can. But he doesn't uh, like doing that in. So does, the, he, does he give them to you then? No, what does he, he does, give, he says, here, go to the drugstore. He'll write the prescription. He doesn't have a problem writing the prescription. It's not that he won't let him have it. He just doesn't. That office, for whatever reason, he can't get him to fill out the pre-authorization thing. They won't fill it out. And he just oh, doesn't okay, want to do ask, the paperwork. That's the problem. Can I ask you, yeah, that's the trouble. Can I ask you a question? If you take the same, let's say you're taking a, a medication. I don't know what it is, but I'll just say I know, for example, Genuvia is a diabetic medication and it's like i don't know last time uh the wife was taking it it was like fifteen hundred dollars for a, a 90-day supply and an insurance paid part of that well sometimes I, we drop out of the in the donut hole so i had to pay a little more but if you take that prescription at the drugstore do they charge you say if it's a 90-day supply the fifteen hundred dollars or i'm right. not trying to get in your personal no 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 money, i'm trying but there's, I'm there's, work. right there's nothing to hide here at all what happens is all right. So he says, I don't want to fill out the pre-authorization. If you don't turn it into insurance, I can give you a 90-day supply. Or if, you know, we're not going to fill out the authorization. If he filled out the authorization form, I would get a 30-day supply. It would cost me 50 cents for the medicine. Okay. If... And this happened the last time. They take this medicine. I can get a 90-day supply of it. But they went from $30 to $92. So it would cost me $92 to get the 90-day supply. Or if he would fill out the form, I would only get a 30-day supply, but it would cost me $0.50 cents to a dollar. So it... So that's huh. well, it. To me, to me, out of my pocket expense, if I get it for 50 cents, I'd say, hey, look, you fill out the form. You're working for me. I don't work for you. Right. Remember that. A doctor works for you. You don't work for the doctor. Right. You're paying him. The insurance paying him. Just like when the wife was in the hospital and that. The nurses come in. They do stuff that wasn't right. I would say, hey, we're paying your salary. You do it the right way or else. I had a doctor completely kick off the hospital floor with her because of the way his bedside manners were. And right. I had him banned off the floor. 
So I mean, a song you about got, you, Bill. You got, you got to advocate for yourself. I mean, if you can get it for 50 cents, why would you spend $90? So what? He's got to do it every 30 days or whatever it is. That's his job. I had that's the same his, kind of problem with the doctor, Bill, his, because... That's his job. I mean, that, you just tell him, look, you may like the doctor, but you just get blunt with him. Hey, you work for me. I don't work for you. You do it the way I want it. Yeah. I had a problem like that with my when my daughter, Brenna uh, Meredith, was born. Uh, and my doctor, his her pediatrician said, well, I don't, do, I don't do generic drugs. I said, well, my plan doesn't cover it. Either, either you do generic or I'll go to a different doctor. And I got him to change his mind because I wasn't going to pay full price for the drugs. Right. You got to tell yeah. him, you, they work for you. You don't work for them. Yeah, I tried that and... See where we're well, at. I just get, well, I'll just get more stiff with him. I'll you know, just say, yeah. all right, I'll find a different doctor. We do have Ellen Haps has her hand raised okay. up, Bill. Oh, so let me get her. Good morning, everybody. Go um, ahead, Ellen. I just wanted to, yeah, am I there? Yeah, go ahead. You're right here. Okay, okay, just making sure. Um, anyway, I had a similar experience with uh, some supplies that I get, but I think finally now, after a little persistence, I got what, I think we got the issue resolved, but it took some time, it took some doing, aggling with not only the doctor, but also the uh, social worker that works with this kind of uh, issue. So, But yeah, it, it you have to be persistent. Because if you don't, eh, you're not going to get what you need. No, yeah, and you're exactly right. You're exactly right. I, I'm rightfully or wrongfully, I fall into a category of some blind people who, and I especially am bad at this, who fall into this non-24-7 category of sleep or sleep problems. So they recommended I take something called... It's a derivative ambient called zopinet, and it happens to, they classified it as a controlled substance, but it's the one pill that they found over a period of time that will allow me to consistently keep a schedule so I can keep on a, on a work schedule and, you know, if they could find something to replace it or, you know, something that would work and... But for when when that happens, unfortunately, and I don't take it, then my whole system clock and everything really gets all mixed up. And my other doctor was very understanding about it. You know, he understood, you know, what the deal was. But th- this just happens. Um, I think we got everybody. Today, Jeff is, and Mike and anybody that wants to talk about this, and I'm going to do a little bit of a demo here in just a moment. Today is the, well, yesterday, I guess, was the last day of support for Windows 7. So everybody should, by now, be on Windows 10. Because, Mike, if you don't update, I think things will still work, but your computer is not going to get the new security updates and and those types of things, if that's important to you. What you will see on your screen, and I don't know if Tim sees it on his screen, but if you have Windows 7 now, you'll, they'll be giving you a persistent message that will tell you that you have that you really should update to Windows 10. That's going to be a message that will be going on your screen at some point. Now, I don't know if it's on, if it's something that someone who can see or can't see can use because it may be gra- graphically generated, but that's what the message will be on the screens for people who still have Windows 7. Uh, I don't know. Um, I was going to say, I don't know, Jeff, but um, when they were sending out the announcements to people, a 
about updating your Windows 10, I was not seeing them on this machine. This machine cannot be updated to Windows 10. Ooh. Yeah, that's one of the new things they're saying is Microsoft now is telling people, don't try to upgrade a computer, just buy a new one. Well, yeah. That's, that's yeah, which really. they want. And, of course, buy it from us. Buy it from us, buy it from anybody. However... The problem is people will continue to use things like Internet Explorer and things like that. And it's very, very, very unsafe if you at least said, well, I just go to my bank and look around. I probably would not do that. Um, What's your feelings on that, Mike? Yeah, I really would be getting away from that. Uh, I agree, especially with the, with the security issues, Mike. You go well, to your security bank issues, site. and just many websites just won't work. Render on it properly. Uh, I'm kind of getting my sites are getting to that point. So, do I keep them IE accessible? No, I got I have to go forward. At some point, they're just not going to work. They still do, but at some point, that's going to break, and I can't keep that's supporting that. And especially, I'll, I'll show you an example of that. But I, the St. Peter's Health Partners is my pr- primary Albany Private Care Physicians. And I used to, I had their website in IE. If I go to it with IE rather than Firefox or Google Chrome or I use the Brave browser, um, it will not work. Um, if I bring it up and it says, I'm sorry, but our site does not support Internet Explorer and you can't go any further. That, that's exactly what they've done with that particular website. But also so, today is the official release date of Microsoft Edge, which I was thinking they were going to support going back to Windows 7. I may be wrong on that, but I don't. Edge is just a variant of Chromium. Or- yeah, it's a, it's a variant, and it does work. But I'm going to talk a little bit also, unless we've got another question or two, about I had a customer who needed a new computer. And she wanted a new laptop. So I, you know, tried to be as as budget-friendly as possible. So I went shopping before Christmas, and I found her one. And this is a Windows 10 computer. It's completely, you know, it's, it's a i5-based Windows 10 computer. It has a full keyboard on it. In other words, it has a number pad. Uh, it's very well laid out. It's a 15.6 inch screen. It, Like all, most of the new computers now has what is called a solid state drive, which means it's not a spinning drive. It's a computer that you, um, it has that, but it also had one thing in addition to it. It had a second drive on it, which is a terabyte drive, which allows you to store music or lots of big files on the same computer. So you have the advantage of a fast boot-up computer with a very reliable hard drive that doesn't use spinning parts. So that was part of the issue. But the other part of the issue was with Nancy was she hadn't had JAWS in years and years and years. And she was used to using JAWS. She was six, seven, eight, nine, ten versions behind. But because Freedom Scientific has went to a new portal system to where you can actually buy JAWS by the year, for $90, we were able to 
updater to JAWS 2020. So now she has Windows 10, she has JAWS, she has the latest software, and she did that with her computer. She was out $400 for the computer, and I'm getting ready to show you that in just a second, and her JAWS. So for under $500, she now has a up-to-date screen reader and the latest um, computer with the browser and everything and plenty of storage. Michael, any comments? Or Well, in a way, you can't beat that, Bill, when you think about it. Um, it is a very affordable way of getting a laptop computer. You don't have to spend a lot of money. That's oh. what I'm thinking. If somebody wasn't thinking. They just left the meeting. <laughs> they didn't like what we were talking about. But on... I think Mike stepped away from the mic. Are you there, Mac? Mike? Oh, stepped away from the mic. He must have. He must have stepped away. So anybody else on the panel have any questions before I fire up this computer? This is a very has a very nice laid out laptop. It has a power button on it. It also has an, a nine hour battery life on it. And I'm going to put a, a link in the show notes for it. So if anybody would like something like this or needs help or advice to get get themselves up to date and, you know, how to do that. I know you have choices, you have NVDA, you have JAWS, but at least now you don't have to pay eight or $900 to. So next year, can I do that? Like when it's time for 2021? Because I didn't pay. Right, you most my... certainly could. In just a few moments, we could have you up with the latest version of JAWS. So I just hit a button here, and this is booting on. And this is Nancy's new computer. We'll see how loud it is so we can. We'll see how that. Okay. Wow, that's quick. So that's it's quick. quick. It's booted up. It's. Um, Windows M, desktop, folder view, list view, not selected, recycle bin, one of 12. To move the items, use the arrow keys to edit this F. G. And so. Windows M, desktop, folder view, G, Google Chrome, 4 of 12, enter. I put Google Chrome on here, but it, it boots up very fast. I can type in. Control L. L E G E N D O L D I E S P R C O Legend Oldies M. Enter selected legendoldies.com. Legend Oldies Radio and dash four decades of the greatest oldies Google Chrome. Legend. And then. Legend Oldies Menu Top Main Region. Legend Oldies Radio. Follow Legend Legend Oldies Radio. Announce email list link. Read only. Name required. Email song start. Submit button. Click here for all world RSS and worldwide legend podcasts. Edit Sports Lounge Live. ATR Live on the Wednesday morning. Sports Lounge. Sports Lounge Live. There's something the volume sometimes increases on the speech, but that's something I'm going to go in and fix. Sports Lounge, all things Rick Coffee Club Lick. Sports Lounge, help support content info. Listen Lick, talk shows Lick, listen Lick, space, untitled Google Chrome. Edge1.exa.live365.net slash 88135 Google Chrome. Video M, stage has no for windows. MS Ray, Windows, Wow, that's quick. So that's quick. It's booted up. It's, um... Windows M, desktop, folder view, list view, not selected, recycle. Oh, that could drive me crazy, but... But I think you, you kind of get the idea. This computer is fast. It boots up. It sounds relatively good. And it's going to make Nancy a good laptop for years and years and years because she can do email. She can play Winamp. She can do the things that she wants to do. And I thought we got it to her for a real, real good price. 
Any questions? I was amazed at how quick it booted up, Bill. That's that's what, you know, mine takes a while to boot up, but this thing right. was like, boom, right Solid there. Solid state drive. Solid state drive. And she has two drives on here. She has the C drive, which is a solid state, and then a D drive to where she puts all her music and data and that type of stuff. Her Dropbox works. Everything works as expected on here, and this is this is Windows 10, but it's up to date. It's secure, it's safe, and it works. So it, it you know, it makes it kind of nice for it. And the computer has one, two, it has three USB ports. And, you know, as a power port, you can hook it up to an Ethernet if you want to do it that way. The one advantage that might have kept the cost down just a little bit on this computer, and that is it, um, it, it's not a touch screen. And most people really don't use these for touch screens anyway or try to operate the PC with the touch screen. But other than that, it's just your basic, um, simple computer. You know, you've got your number pad over here on the right, no problem. And it has the function keys. There is one thing that we had to do, and that was to go in to change something on the BIOS so to make the function keys act in a normal way. Most laptop manufacturers, they're called action keys, and they want them to do all kinds of different things. Well, if you don't want that, it's not so easy with screen reader when those keys do all kinds of unexpected things. There's something we can do to that to go into the BIOS to turn that off once and for all. Um, some people like their um, laptops to where the mouse pad doesn't move all the time because you you can reach over here and, and, and start swinging your hand down around here. And that makes it kind of bad for some people with their fingers, they hands get nervous and they hit something. So you want to make sure that that mouse pad for you is maybe turned off. But other than that, these computers are a breeze to set up. Um, narrator makes it easy. Um, you can and do all kinds of things with it. So I highly recommend these for a, just a good, above average, you know, laptop that, you know, if, if that's something you want, you know, if a laptop is your style. Does it have a okay. microphone on it as well, Bill? Yes, the built-in microphone. Yes, it does, and camera. It does, Jeff. It has a built-in microphone. We have a hand raised, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's got to be our buddy Buddy out there in uh, one of the Carolinas. I think that's that's Buddy, so let me Asheville. unmute him. Go ahead. I think it's – is that you, Buddy? Yes, it is. Hey, Jeff. Hey, uh, morning, Bill. Good morning, everybody. Do you? I was going to tell you about the, the medicine. Uh, I got my Genovia for free. Um, I filled and I, and I got a question about this computer. Um, I've signed up for uh, care for low-cost um, uh, income, and uh, my pharmacy mails it for free. It's really $100 a month, uh, but I got it for free. If you can get a hold of Merck and get a hold of pro program, you can probably get it for nothing. Um, tell me about, does this computer have an i5 or an i7 processor? It has an i5. Oh, that's good. Now we could and and, and I look on your I look on your website, correct? You will okay, depending upon how you get the podcast, but you can look on our website and you'll there will be the notes there for a link for. Okay, this I've got to update my computer um, 
those one my dad had the seven to ten and i've got to update all three of them so microsoft edge does work now with any screen reader is that correct that is correct microsoft edge worked with any any screen reader now you will never have the edge experience you had before good but it does work internet explorer crashes every time you touch it so right uh, no Well, here's the other thing, Ed. If you don't want to use Edge, there are other browsers. Google Chrome is very good. And Brave, if you go to brave.com and download their browser, I happen to like that particular browser, and it works quite well. The only thing I can't get it to play is the files that are encoded for real media or real audio, Um, and the only one that works with that is Chrome and and, uh, Internet Explorer. I cannot get Firefox to work with that anymore, even though I have my associations set properly. So that's something that's not safe. And I, I know it won't work with Edge either, real audio. But um, that's the only problem I see. Oops, this computer is... But, but, but it's, it's a good... They're, um, you know, th- this is just a basic good computer. Um, most people will generally get an i3, um, you know, an i5. Some people, especially that do a lot of production or a lot of heavy-duty work then we'll opt for an i7. But this computer just does the job, and that's really what you want, is to do the job. So that's this one does. has a nice, easy keyboard. But, I, I was going to say, I know uh, I have an i5 in Windows my, taskbar. Do you? my little Dell laptop, and that works really slick. And no, I do not have an SSD drive, although I'm kind of thinking about doing that with that machine. But it, it just about as fast as yours did, or yeah. Nancy's did. Now, I want you yeah, to type the command, uh, Tim, format C colon back. No, never mind. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> but and it, we have a, sorry, we have a call from Bonnie on uh, email. Okay. You, we'll, I mean, on the phone. You want to get that ready? And we, and we'll, and we also have a uh, raised hand we'll from take Julie care McCullough. Of Julie's and get Bonnie's ready. Go ahead, Julie. Okay. Hold on. Go ahead, Julie. They've been saying some things about Narrator I've seen lately, and do they think now that Narrator is something you could use as a screen reader if you want to? I just got a notification, Julie, on Narrator when I turned it on yesterday, and it said that they've changed the keyboard layout in Narrator to more mimic the the, the common keyboard commands and screen reading software. I I don't use Narrator, but uh, they say it is, is certainly a lot better than it used to be. Okay. I personally can only use it in short spurts. It's all right. I don't think it's ready for a full-time screen reader, but it can uh-huh. sure get you where you're going when you need to sometimes. So you don't want to discount it. They've come a long way with it. Um, you know, it, and, but it, it works. You know, it's it, gotten me out of a jam occasionally. Yeah, uh, it's, when, it's when, occasionally when the, when the screen reader wasn't working and I put on narrator, it, it has gotten me out of a jam occasionally. It's come a long, yeah. long, long, long way. And, yeah, the, the big plus for it is now is a lot of times if it's doing Windows updates, it'll tell you what's going on. Right, exactly right. And I used that when I first set up this computer. To I used narrator, especially when before I had speech. So... I have to give it a thumbs up. Would I want to use it all the time? No. Was it helpful? Yes. But, you know, we had we had a budget and we had to find Nancy a laptop that would, would fit her needs. And I wanted to find one automatically built in with the two drives so she would have plenty of storage and 
you know, in, in what she wanted to do. I know you said, what brand is it? It's an HP. Ah, okay. It's an HP. And I will put the link on the website. And for people who subscribe to the email list, um, the Coffee Club email list will be there and be on the podcast. You want to do Bonnie? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Good morning. This is Bonnie in Southern California. May I suggest a topic for a future Coffee Club? Non-24 sleep-wake disorder. For those of us that are totally blind, and that is some of you, I believe, do you have non-24? How has it affected you? Or some of your friends, do you have any notable stories of how non-24 has affected them? How do you cope with it, or how did you cope with it? And what do you think about those commercials that blitz the TV for Vanda Pharmaceuticals? How they portray us, I feel, inaccurately many times. And how do you think that affects our ability to get hired when people are so exposed to what I consider to be at least inaccurate information on how it affects people? Um, I show up late, I show up early, or I feel like I'm not all there is a notable quote. See what you think. Thanks, everyone. Always enjoy the show. Oh, I have some thoughts on that Boy, one. I, I would like to know why one. some people have it and others I don't have it. Yeah, Bill has it. Why don't I have it? Yeah, you know, I can't see a thing, and, and I don't because understand. Because the rods and cones in your eyes still send the right messages to your optic nerve. Because you don't have to actually be able to see for your optic nerve to still be accurately communicating with your brain. That's what my eye doctor told me. That's why... He never, when I went to get prosthetics, he would agree to it only if I didn't remove my eyes. So you don't have, now, do you have the 24-hour, non-24-hour, Jennifer? No. See, I don't either. Um, now, I tend to stay up late at night because I like to listen to the radio at, at times. And because I'm retired, I, I don't have a schedule about when I go to bed because I go to bed when I want to. But when I was working, I never had that problem. I went to bed at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and I was up at 6 o'clock to get ready for work. But it is it is a problem, Bill, and I think uh, we can talk about that. On, on another I think that would be very interesting. Oh, I no doubt. And that's what we're talking well, about that when we talk about this. Well, uh, Mike I could, was going to say something. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I have a bit of knowledge on that. I've done sleep research uh, at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston and uh, could bring on, if he's still there, I found one of my old interviews I did 10 years ago, a guy named Joel Hall, and uh, they did a lot of sleep research. They do it for NASA and the military, and they do it uh, for a blind community, although I think it more to help NASA and the military. But anyway, there were some very interesting findings and that was interview was about 10 years ago, so I'll try to get him on. And if not, we could still even play this one from 10 years ago. But one of the big things they said to help regulate you is to exercise uh, first thing in the morning or about the time that you want to begin your day. Uh, they That's one of the most helpful ways. Uh, the other thing that hurts a lot of people is caffeine. And uh, so stopping caffeine by 5, 6 p.m. at the very latest in the evening will go a long way and then the other the main thing is to resist the urge to just take those naps and try to have a normal as much as possible sleep schedule where you you get up and go to bed about the same time those are the three top things to try but some people you know and i i suffer from it as well and it, it makes it difficult to uh always sleep and wake when i want you wake up in the middle of the night you sleep a couple hours or you sleep two different times throughout the day and it, it, it's a challenge I mean, we could bring him on and folks could ask him questions. And I'd be curious to see what they've found in the last 10 years. And, Mike, you know, I took that, uh, what is it? Oh, 
That Hitley O's. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to come on. I just saw the ad the other day on ABC News. They run it overnight. I guess I couldn't sleep. I got up at four in the morning. I'm a blind man. And oh. I take this and from Vanda, and it works great. It uh, doesn't. I saw Bill had micro sleeves. I said, my friend, you need to get off of that stuff. Oh, I got off of it because, A, it was a lot of money per month. Well, I got it relatively. There wasn't so much the money with that. It just didn't work. And I kept feeling worse and worse and worse and worse. And I well, was, and it would affect your liver. Yeah. It, it, and they wanted to try to get it approved for kids, which I was definitely so, against that. You know, yeah. and the other One, thing is, I don't think it works so well because I don't hear anybody. I don't. I never talked to one person that it worked for. And maybe Tim. I was going to say one thing that kind of bothers me about it all and has all along is part of the problem with blind people is we have an extremely high unemployment rate. And so these people that are unemployed probably aren't used to working with a schedule. Well, that's true. That was one of the questions, Tim. Someone said, is there a correlation between those who are unemployed and those who have the non-24 that they can't maintain a normal schedule? Yeah. But Hold on a second. Yeah, well, I, we do recognize that your hand is raised. Go ahead, Mike. But they don't believe that to be the case. But no one's ever done a definitive study. Right. That would be a good point to see if there's a correlation. I had it while I was working at Social Security. So I... Right, well, I had it too. I so know they don't think do. maybe it's not. It's it's other. I tend yeah. to think it's other factors, social acceptance. But and, I think there's a lot of people that might be involved in it that are their factors are because of not having anything to do all day. If you exactly. know what I mean. Well, and that could be true for some people. Why some people don't sleep? I mean, we know somebody that's up all hours and sleeps in the day and and and, and, and I, up all night. Right, I I I personally in. This non twenty four seven not only sleep it affects other. It's why I think I'm having trouble with blood sugar issues with it dropping at certain times of the day and and, and that thing changes if if I'm more on a regular sleep schedule. I mean, there's so many different things that it can affect that I just don't know. And well, most one of the things that affects blood sugar is, is stress. Sometimes, if you're stressed, that that could, that could screw up the hell of your blood sugar for for. Well, for that's true too. But, you know, it makes a good point because the blood pressure or your blood sugar do cycle throughout your 24-hour day, and if you don't have a 24-hour day, it's 24 minutes and 24 24 hours and 24 minutes or something a little long or a little short. And they talked about that, like if you. If you're one that tends to be up more at night and sleep into the day, you probably a little bit more than 24 hours, whereas you feel a bit less, like 23 hour, uh, 23 hours and 30 or 40 minutes, then you're more likely to go to bed very early, 6, 7, 8 o'clock at night, and be up at 2 or 3 in the morning. So I'm going to definitely try to get him on here. Yeah, I think that would be a good thing. Hopefully he's still working there, Mike. I, that's what I have to see, because I found my own. If not, I have an interview I did 10 years ago uh, when I was doing it with Serial Talk Podcast, and it's still... Are pretty relevant and uh, very informative. Do you want me to get to Gail? She's yeah, got her hand raised Gail. for a while here. Get Gail, and then we'll and, go ahead, and then Gail. I have a, I have a call. I, I okay. heard something about Atlio's side effects being pretty bad. Um, I had a friend who, you know, with this non-24, and she took Atlio's, and she was hallucinating, and her sleep patterns were so off. She finally had to get off that. She's doing so much better now. But is there something to, when I heard some of this stuff about the uh, side effects of this, I'm thinking, oops, is it worth it? Well, that's a good point. And I remember when I took it for 
almost a year, I think I took it, or maybe a little over a year. I would have a lot of vivid nightmares and things. So, yeah, I don't know. You couldn't pay me to go back on it. No, no, no. And they said, well, I saw them at the convention. And they go, well, you're one of the 3%. It didn't work. But I've not heard any other. I don't think I've ever heard anybody that told me that it worked. So, I wish I, I don't know too many people who are blind who have it, even though I know they say there are a lot of blind people who do, Bill. But among my friends and people I knew growing up, I don't, I don't know that many that have it. And if they do have it, maybe they don't want to admit that they do have it. That's the other part well, of the Well, again, you can have a mild form of it form where of as it. long as you keep a normal day and night and do things and stay busy during the day and resist the urge to nap. And or you're lucky if you find a doctor. The doctor before this one was very understanding about that particular problem. He was very, very understanding about that problem and knew you know, about that and studied up on it and knew that, you know, I wasn't just, and he said, if the drugstore gives you a hard time about taking these meds, you have them call me and I will set them straight really, really quick. Tim, you say we've got another call? Yeah, from Debbie in Lafayette. All right. Good morning, Bill. This is Debbie Morgan and I've been listening to the Cup Club. I have a couple questions um, that computer sounds, but number one thing, that computer sounds exactly like what I want. Um, my question is um, about NVDA. My husband is real concerned, like, how much memory does it take? And I'm telling him it would be fine. But um, is NVDA usable with this computer? I'm assuming it is. Also, is there a word processor program on that, or would you have to get, like, um, Microsoft, the 365, Word, and all that. Anyway, that's my question. Sorry I didn't word it real clearly, but uh, yeah, I really would like to talk to you sometime about that computer. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, first of all, Debbie, give me a call, but <laughs> NVDA, you can, it causes no more memory strain than JAWS or anything else. Agree, Mike? Oh, yeah. NVDA's yeah, probably no. uses the least memory. As a matter of fact, it's very quick. It's yeah, very I, I have found that JAWS will slow my machine down occasionally, but NVDA very rarely does. And I think NVDA is one of those programs that when you unload it, it, it actually does really remove itself from memory and doesn't it doesn't leave stuff behind. Like some, some programs, will, even if you remove it, it doesn't give up all the memory that it was using. So I know NVDA is very quick. Right. And does that have 8 gig of RAM, Bill? Yes, it does. Uh, it has Okay, more. so that's but what you want to Windows you 10. You can, you can run, run NVDA. You memory is not the issue on that computer. You can do NVDA. You can also do programs like LibreOffice or uh, OpenOffice. You don't, you know, if, if that's an issue for you. Well, you know, yeah, I want to comment now. Debbie's question about oh. word processor. You really don't need Word or Office unless you are a writer. You know what I mean? I, I, in my opinion, I, I, you know, if you just we need something to basic editing, take notes little bit of spell checking things like that there's something called note tab or was it note pad plus plus that if you just need something to take notes and do editing and stuff you yeah. know so it just depends if you're a writer i can't i know you did an interview on here and i know you did some special type work but i mean office 365 is nice if you you know like me having a business i write contracts and i need to really proof and that things bold underlined all that stuff then yeah that's yeah if, you, if you're using excel if, the, if there's some specific reason and you can even use Google Sheets now for free. There's, there's, there's all types out there. Um, but you do not have to have Office if you do not want it. You do not have to pay for a screen reader if you don't want to. You can use NVDA 
So that's not a problem. But with this particular computer, memory is not an issue. You can run NVDA. You could run system access. You can run narrator. You can run whatever you want. Memory is not a problem. I don't know how clearly or strongly we can say that, but that is definitely not an issue. And I, oh, but, sorry, uh, Bill. No. I was going to say I'm using NVDA with two different Windows 10 machines with four gigs of RAM each, and it works fine. And, and this I'm one has using, a, right. Yeah, I'm also using Office or Libre. And that works pretty well, and not as quite as good as if you used um, Office, Microsoft Office, or something. But it, so, it works for opening documents and things that right. are you know it, it just works. But right, you don't have to have all of those types of things. Most everything can be basically done for zero dollars, where that's that's concerned. If you know if. If um, JAWS is something, if you're used to that or, you know, there's there's things that JAWS can probably do, maybe, and maybe not, that the others can't. And th- well, that's and just, just for basic note-taking or even basic things that you don't want to do fancy, you can even use WordPad or Notepad. Right. I use Notepad all the time when I create the notes for the podcast, and it works fine. It's just not, I mean, obviously Bill might have to clean it up a little bit, but that's what I use. So uh, it works, works what I got to do with it. Right. So it, it works. So um, I guess we got a demo coming and, up. <coughs> I do a shameless plug since and I, I don't make money off it. It's something I did as a hobby. It's what I use to teach myself to do websites. But I have a website that its purpose is to show accessible Windows software. And it's over at Loftware. That's my last name, L-A-U-F as in Frank, W-A-R-E dot com. And so if you just need to see about uh, email or audio players or video or text editors or whatever you're interested in, I've got categories for all that good stuff over there. Yeah, go to Loftware and check it out. And then if you really get good, then go over to what's the name of the new website, Mike? Oh, MyEffectiveSolutions.com. MyEffectiveSolutions.com. So, like I said, your church, your club, your organization, or just you, you're interested in a website or to have something to do with audio, contact Michael Loft. And there's a link right at the bottom of lawfare.com because it says powered by. So you can go there and get your software and Let's that's more than more for business if you need a website or podcast or something. But, <laughs> but Sorry, is something guys, you try to do to contribute back to the blind low vision community and, and put together all known accessible Windows software. And I believe in using current software. So, Right. And I, one thing I will say about this computer, one question I get from a few people, the new computer does not does not have a CD-ROM. You can put in an SD card, USB, you know, flash drives, but it does not have a built-in CD drive. Now, you can buy a uh, USB CD drive that you can plug in there for like 50 bucks. It's not very expensive. If you really have to have a CD, but they're not so much anymore. But you want to download Bard books, you want to do those types of things, or you know you're into doing a lot of research and, and whatever the case may. We have one hand raised, one and we got. I know we got to get to. Um, okay, go. It's Jr. Yeah, I'm getting him right now. Go ahead, Jr. Hey, good morning, to everybody. And uh, Jeff, thanks a lot for coming to the party. It was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> 
my uh, my live here? Yeah, yeah you're live. You Go ahead. You're, we're okay. hearing you. All right. A um, couple things real quick. Uh, Bill um, and, and those of you that are on the Libre, you might call your insurance companies, talk to them about uh, starting a referral process because that may be the way to do it, um, to go through the insurance company directly instead of going through the doctor's office, then having the doctor send in the referral. Um, that's the way I had to do it through the Dexcom. And, and, and believe me, it's... I think you'll you'd be happier once you have to deal with that. Um, a lot of them, a lot of the insurance companies consider the the um, Libres and the uh, and the Dexcom as under DMEs, under durable medical equipment. So I think you know going that route uh, hopefully would save you some money. Um, the other thing, eventually, I'd like to do a, a demo on QLog, um, which is a, a ham radio program. I don't know if there's a lot of uh, hams that are listening. <laughs> I think it'd be uh, kind of a fun, uh, fun demo. I've never done one before, so um, I'll have to get with somebody and figure out how to do it because I've never, never actually produced one. Um, and this computer sounds kind of interesting. I'm kind of thinking about it because my computer sometimes takes forever to boot up, and it's an i5, but uh, that I have now, which, but it's like probably five or six years old. So that's what I'm kind of worried about the, the processor of. Okay, you know, JR, can I can I say one thing that the it's not so much the processor JR that makes a difference on this computer, it's the solid state drive, and I will be willing to bet you a nice donut, which we both can't eat, that um, the computer you have does not have a solid state drive. When you have a computer with a solid state drive. They boot up significantly faster. Um, it a solid state drive makes a even a slower processor, even an i3 look good. So a solid state drive here is the key, which makes that computer boot up so fastly and and work much 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 better. Is the key. Um, we we could have went an i7 processor, which in some cases does help, but. Um, for Nancy's use and ninety percent of most people's use, an i five will do quite fine. If you, if you're crunching yep. a lot of things and running a lot of programs and doing everything at the same time, yeah, maybe an i seven will will. But We're spoiled in this household. I don't think we have one computer that doesn't have a solid state drive, do we? Yeah, it, it's the key difference. Agree, Michael? Are you there? Oh, I'm sure that would make a big difference, you know, the solid state drive. I mean, that that's good for booting up and everything. Sometimes I notice there's, you know, a little bit of lockup, you know, um, you know, in different things. Like sometimes I'm having a problem with my sound drivers not working when I first, you know, loaded up that kind of thing, and then I have to do a hard shutdown, and which is horrible to do. I know, but well, sometimes you, know, you just it. have to, right? Um, but and how old is your computer, Jr.? The sound driver. How old is your computer? Well, I guess it's probably about five years old. Yeah, maybe it's maybe time even for older. A, maybe it's time for a new one at this point. At some point, so you know. But well, it, sometimes it's it works, necessary. You know, not it works fun. In, but don't you think, Mike, the solid state is the yes. big difference maker here? Number one thing on right. an older computer, if you want to try to keep that computer alive, the number one thing, like is, anything else, is a solid state drive. Solid but state. Also, <laughs> when you have start have issues with drivers and this and that, sometimes you have to think about and it's a little bit of work i kind of love doing it but actually putting a clean windows actually right, starting just over restarting windows. all over and and doing whatever the case may be but by the time he does that you take the drive out and 
put another drive on and get that done and, and redo windows and do everything. Um, that can be costly, too. So, you know, it just depends, but the solid well, the, the price of the solid state drivers came way down. Way too, down. So. You got as long as you can do it yourself. You don't have to pay someone to actually put it in there for See, you. See, you had that birthday party. You should have had someone buy your computer, JR. That was the big problem. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's dead. We all sat but there drinking gin and tonics you, all you afternoon. Know why why favored this model for her, JR, was because it has two drives on it. It also has a regular spinning drive for all your music and whatever. So you've got a little flexibility here. But um, I think on this one I'm talking on right now, I've got a solid state drive that I got relatively inexpensively. It has a terabyte of solid state drive and then with three other drives, you know, on it. So um, but but that's a whole different situation. But, you know, but I will say the solid state drive is your key. Yeah, yeah so, I'm sure that would make a big difference. Big, and, difference. you know, big. Maybe big, that's what I'm looking difference. to. Yeah. So, like Jeff, you said, that's an HP. So HPs, you know, I've had some good luck with HPs, and you know, uh, right now I'm using a Dell. Actually, it's a 65 latitude 6510. So that'll. That's, that's, might, those are good that. computers. The only thing I don't like about Dell computers that just drives me crazy, and this is just me. I love an application key on my keyboard, you know, where you can hit the menu and get all the context menu and all that. The I Dell, agree. For some yeah, reason, I totally agree. Uh, oh, just drives me crazy. So then I, I don't like that pretty well. On this one, I've learned on one of them I've got downstairs at Dell that I hit the, the function key and the control key and that 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 uh, will do the same thing, but still, I like an application key, but they're not very popular. So, I guess we better get to, and JR, thanks for calling, we better get to this demo. Chris and Dave, are you still here? Yeah, we're still here. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to run a spot, because I'm going to see if these spots are now working, and we'll do your demo. You're going to do a demo today on? This is a product we saw on television last Thursday or Friday called Easy Eggs, and it's it's spelled easy, and it said you just shake three eggs in this container after you boil them. It's only for hard-boiled eggs, and it peels them. Well, we both started laughing because neither one of us believed it would work, and we were like, what will they come up with next? But it was cheap, so I ordered one because I thought, well, if nothing else, it'll be good for a demo. It'll either work or it won't. And so that's what the demo's about. Well, there we go. We're going to play it right now. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. 
Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this. Let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh. You don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man. You laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool. Very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Well, good morning, everyone. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about and demonstrate a product that we haven't seen before. It's in the box. Going to take it out of the box and and find out if it <laughs> really works. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's one of these things, you know, you see it on TV and and uh, sometimes you see these things on TV and they work on television, but they don't work when you get them home. So we're going to find out how this product, the egg peeler and stripper, works. So, Chris, how about some information about this Product. This is something we saw on TV, and it wasn't very expensive, and we said, hey, I wonder if that really works. Well, you're going to find out at the same time we do. This was, it's called an e, it's Easy Eggs Peeler and Stripper. Now, it's only for hard-boiled eggs, and the Easy is spelled E-Z. And it is available at easyeggs.com. That's E-Z-E-G-G-S.com. Right now they have a promotion where you can buy one and get a second one for free if you pay the additional postage and handling. Now, on easyeggs.com, they are $14.99. And like I said, you get two if you buy now. And the shipping and handling is $6.99 a piece. Now, in all honesty, we got ours on Amazon, but Amazon doesn't have them anymore. We just got one, but we really didn't lose that much money because we got our shipping free. And although we didn't get a second one, we didn't have to pay any shipping and handling. So that's not too bad, you know. Uh, we probably lost maybe a dollar or something like that on the free shipping or the extra shipping and handling but anyway that's what this device is it's called an easy egg peeler and stripper is its official name 
Okay, so I'll lay my recorder down here. I'm gonna take this thing out of the box. Whoops. Knock it over. <laughs> Knocked it over. I probably busted it before I ever got to use it. <laughs> so I'm ripping this baby out of the box. And it's in a, I got the box open and it's in a plastic bag. Take it out of the plastic bag. And put the plastic bag back in the box so it's out of the way so the cat doesn't get it. Oh, the cat will try to get in the box. He he yeah. has some kind of odd uh, feeling about how big he is. He thinks he'll fit in this really small stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Even smaller than what his head is. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I got this thing in my hand, and it looks like... Hey, it looks like a big, a big, a big huge legs egg for you ladies who know about legs hose, how they used to come in eggs. It's bigger than that egg, but that's what it puts you in mind of. So it's a big, it looks like a, a big wide, I'm going to guess about three inches round. Well, it's about five inches across, I think, four or five. Oh, okay, we'll so see. I measured it, I, you know. With the rim, if you count the rim, yeah, if you count the probably, rim, that's right. Yeah, it's probably about four inches round with the uh, the egg underneath this rim. The egg comes in half, about approximately. There's a ring around the middle, and it comes in half about there, and it has a base on it. Let's see if I can get this thing open. Where it does, so it doesn't slip. It's got a round base on the bottom of it, so it can sit. I have it. I sat it on the table. It's like a little round base that's mounted to the bottom of the giant egg, and so I'll set it down on a table. I'm going to take one hand and put. There's a the rim that I was talking about is in right in about the middle of the egg. And so I'm going to take my hands down below the rim, which would be, I guess, the bottom part of the egg, and my hands on the top of the egg. And I'm going to, I think you got to twist it. Yeah, it doesn't exactly screw. I, I sneaked a look at it. He didn't see it, but I did. Um... So I'm gonna I'm gonna twist it. I twisted it counterclockwise, and it came apart. <clears throat> so now I've got the top part of the egg with the rim on the bottom of that part of the egg. Now I have the bottom part of the egg that has the base. And if I put my hands inside, I have the base part in my, you know, the bottom part of the egg in my hand, and I'm going to reach my hand inside, and inside, they're just these plastic, they look like little plastic lines all over the inside of this, the bottom of this egg. They call them nodules. Okay, and I'm going to look at the top of the uh, egg, and it has... The nodules in the in you know on the inside of the of the the top part of the egg, and but they're bigger nodules. Kind of look like uh, well, they just look like kind of lines 
they look like lines and one end is a little bit thicker they one end stands up slightly more than the other end in the top now that's not true in the bottom right. the bottom just look like dashes scattered around so when i configure i'm gonna i'm gonna try to put this thing back together so i have the I picked up the both pieces. I have the top piece in my left hand, the bottom piece in my right hand. And I'm going to put it up against, put the top one up against the bottom. And then I'm going to turn it clockwise till it stops, which is what I just did. When it's together, and sitting on the table, it's approximately six inches high. And as we said, it's about, if you count the outside of the rim, it's about four inches round. And that rim is probably almost a half inch thick, goes the whole way around where the two pieces joined, the bottom and the top joined together. So, what we're going to try to do, I guess uh, this can hold, you put, you can put up to three eggs in this unit. And then the idea is once you, once you boil your eggs. Which we've done. And then you, uh, after you boil the eggs, you pour uh, water over them to cool them down. So... Okay, so I'm going to have... I have the eggs in there, three eggs in there. That one had a crack in Yeah, I know, they did, one of them did crack. We're going to put that down. The idea is to shake them okay, for a few wanna, seconds. We have the three, three eggs in there. I've got the whole thing in my hand. Now, you better, uh, my advice to people when you do this, don't just shake it from the bottom or the top. Put both hands on yeah, it. Yeah, put both a hand on the bottom. I'm not so sure how well it's going to. And a hand on, the, a hand on the top. It locks, but not real securely. I can't see this thing working, but well, I'm about to find either, out. Well, we can't but we'll find out. That's so, what people need to know. Here it goes. And I'm just shaking the grease out of it. Didn't say how much. To Just said a few seconds. Keep so, shaking it a little bit. Because I think I hear peels going off. And up and down. Did you shake it up and down too? Uh, sure did. Okay. All right. Now, now we're going to open I'm gonna it. I'm going to give it to Chris and let her. <laughs> I have the paper towel over here. So we're going to open it up. Doggone! Look. Yep, it did. Uh, now I will tell you, they're kind of messy, and one went to mush. I don't know why that is. We, well, we, the eggs were probably—they were cracked. Yeah. yeah, that one thing they were cracked, but it actually did. I'd say it worked about eighty <laughs> percent. <laughs> Here, you want an egg? Yeah, sure. Why not? Eggs. It could be excellent. Huh. You were supposed to think that was funny. I had my mouth full. Oh, I see. <laughs> they, um, 
you got to be really careful because it does leave little tiny peels on them. So you got to be careful to get them all off. Yeah, make sure you get the. They're like little, little, little tiny shards. Yeah, they're very very small. It actually did peel those all three of those eggs. So with that, with a tiny little bit of piece of left on it, I guess you can't complain about that. Who would have ever thought? Because I really didn't think it would work. <laughs> well, eggs turned out good. Of course, obviously we we well the way we boiled our eggs was using the instant pot, and uh, we pressured the eggs for five minutes, and they were done the way they're supposed to be. One, and, go ahead, Chris. One thing I would say, I think we might have shaken it just a little too much because, like I said, one of the eggs, the egg on the bottom did kind of pulverize. So I think maybe a little less shaking would have been good. And like I said, you've got to be really careful to get all your peel off because when the, when the eggs come out, because of those little nodules, they're not smooth like a boiled egg normally is. They have little indentions all over them, little which makes them kind of have a little bit of texture to the egg white surface. So you have to really watch and make sure you get all the peel because the peel that's left on there is going to be real tiny. But it did work, and I guess can't ask for more than that i suppose no it's it's interesting sometimes to try these things out that these as seen on tv things and we saw it last i think it was friday and wondered just whether that would work or not and neither one of us really thought it would but we decided to give it a shot and let you guys find out at the same time we found out because although i had sneaked a peek at it when it came in the mail uh, we hadn't actually used it or really taken it out much, so that's what it is. And like I said, now you go to easyeggs.com. That's easy e g g s dot com, and they're fourteen ninety nine. And if you buy now, you can get two if you just pay separate shipping and handling, which is well, they call it postage and handling but same thing it that, that's 6.99 per easy egg container so that would be what 13.98 for your additional or for the second egg thing so right anyway well 13.98 would be both shippings and handling so we actually only lost a dollar by buying one from Amazon because ours shipped free, but Amazon doesn't have them anymore. I don't know why. They must not have had very many is all I can say. Well, you probably couldn't peel an egg any any faster than that. That's mm, for sure. Probably not. Especially three of them. Um, you know, so it only took, you know, a couple seconds to do it. And uh, I think the next time I would... As Chris said, I don't think I'd shake it quite as long and make sure the eggs were a little cooler than what they were. Yeah, they were they were warm. They still. were still warm. And, of course, uh, after we were done, I, I had to eat the egg. He ate so. one, and I ate one, and that one was just mush, so <laughs> we got rid of it. But 
Um, it works, and they, they recommend the product for perfect boiled eggs, for deviled eggs, and stuff like that. And I think cooler eggs are a little less fragile, so it might have worked a little better had they been cool. They were just, oh, I don't know, if I had to put a temperature on them, I'd say they were about 80, 85 degrees. Yeah, that's about right. Well, that's how it works. It actually does, which surprised me. <laughs> so, if you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he's not sure about the answer of the question, he'll get a hold of us and we'll make sure you get all fixed up with the answers uh, to the questions you need to know. Or if you have any comments or questions regarding this demo during this broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. Press pound as instructed when you're asked for a user ID. Enter 8, or rather a meeting ID. Enter 848 848- Seven two five four five zero. That's meeting ID eight four eight seven two five four five zero. Press pound again, and when you're asked for user ID, press pound one more time, and you'll be in the Zoom Zoom room with us, where you can ask your question or make your comment, and we would take suggestions for demos if you have any. Well, that's it for now for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another exciting demo. Very good, guys. Um, I will tell you, let's make sure that you're up and everybody can hear you. Okay? Yes. I think so. Good. We hope. We we went to this new system and you have to um, turn it up and down and, and do some thinking things but also if they want to give you feedback they also can call 773-572-3006 and leave a voicemail and information and I will contact you or answer any questions or more importantly get Dave to do it because I don't know much but they can handle that. Do we have any questions? We do have Buddy. I think I'm, I can get to him right now. Okay. Go ahead, Buddy. Yes. Uh, I would like to. That sounds real good about the egg slicer. Uh, you could do egg selling with that. Have you uh, thought about the Nutra slicer? I think I've seen it on MeTV where you um, want to do cubes and slices and whole cabbage and coleslaw and potatoes. Have you thought about that one? I just remembered that. That's what it's called. I'm going to ask you, have you seen that one on TV? Yes, we have seen it on TV. Does it sound like Does it sound like a good something good you'd be interested in? I'm, I'm thinking about buying one from... I, that would be, I think that would be good for a blind person, wouldn't it? I don't you know. know. I would have to get my hands like on your, one. Not your, your fingers near the blade, and, you, and it's inside, and it'll do cubes, and you could do uh, potatoes and uh, mounds of coleslaw instantaneously. <laughs> Sounds like the Vegematic. Uh, you know, the Vegematic admits his quince slices, dices, and cuts places. Yeah, I remember that. Slices fingers off. You're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> well, we use this uh, food processor that we have. 
that's a KitchenAid. It's a small one. I think it's five and a half or four and a half cups. I don't know. Yeah, that's can, a really good one. It can do most of that stuff. What about the Poland yeah, Chop? What is that all about? Didn't it, the, didn't it have blades that you could do cubes and it would do slices? Yeah, I remember you uh, doing that demo of that one. That time. You can't do cubes with that particular one, but you can shred a couple of different sizes and you can slice and you it has a dough blade. I still like my old salad shooter sometimes because if you want real thin slices, it can slice thin or grade. Years ago. And, and Jeff, the pull and chop, uh, it's just what it says. You pull a string and it chops. Oh, okay. And you have to pull you remember it. The moly, you remember the moly that came out? Uh, it, I think it had a crank. I had one of those things, and you put the potato in. I don't, I don't think we've had. No, one. I don't remember that one. Wait, now, man. mom had a crank Brian, one, but I don't know what it was called. It was back it was in okay. the it was 60s. Dangerous. You weren't careful where you put your hands. It, you, it could, uh, you could get cut on it. But uh, that neutral slicer, I'm going to. Uh, if I get one, uh, maybe I'll do a demo of it. That'd be interesting. You guys, um, did you ever do shopping at Brookstone? They had a lot of gadgety things, and I always remember uh, the one I thought was kind of cool is they had a razor that had a string that you pulled, and it had a big flywheel inside it, and it would shave for about two minutes. <laughs> Are they still around? Oh, they're Brookstone? gone. They're I gone. think they're all gone. I'm pretty sure they were. Uh, they were a neat <laughs> store. I, I've got a lot of products from them that were very good. They sold everything. I mean, I was I was in the Brookstone at the Colony Center Mall where I live, and they had a massage chairs there, and every, I mean, you couldn't believe the kind of stuff they had in that place. Yeah, yeah it was neat. But before Chris does a recipe, Jim, there may be one more call. I'm not sure. I thought I oh, saw a call. I will check and see. I thought here. I saw a call. And Ernie, um, Firefox is very interesting. Ernie said, in his opinion, Firefox is the best browser. Ernie, we're going to be doing a demo in a week or two of the new voice features for Firefox. And you can do tons of things and i think you're going to find it very interesting that we're going to do about firefox where you can do everything with your voice so that might make things easier for some people who are on the internet and who want to browse with their voice and it can do all kinds of things you know search for web addresses and stuff yes sorry bill i don't see another call here Oh, okay. I don't know why I wouldn't have gotten it, but it's, it's uh, possible. I, I don't. I haven't seen it either. Okay. Well, maybe it's something I had left over. It's from a. Wait a see. Wait a minute. Let's see. I did get a call from Jerry and Judy. I'm not sure where that came in on um, using. Um, oh, what's it called? Net by phone. Oh. But that was more for me than... I got a hair from a 716. Are you seeing that one? Could that be K in Buffalo? That's K in Buffalo. No, I don't have that one for some reason. And and K, I did get your message yesterday. I know you want to do older air checks of like Arthur Godfrey and and Don McGill. They're a little tough to do because of the way those shows are formatted, but I will do the best I can to find some older stuff for you. I I, I hadn't had a chance to write back to you, but I I did get your message. Let's see if I can fix this real quick here for K. We'll do K's in just a second here. Arthur Godfrey, oh my God. I'm aging myself. <laughs> That's going back a ways. Dave, you're not kidding. 
a 97, Jeff. You're a slow pole. Yeah. Let's see if we can. What about 97? What about 97, Chris? I said, we know you're 97. It's okay. So thanks a lot, Chris. We won't hold it against you. <laughs> thanks, That's true. That's true. No age discrimination here. No. And Joe, as long as we got him. Let's see if we can get K's up here. Just a And Joe, we do recognize that your hand is raised, so don't worry. We'll get to you. I, I promise. Uh, let me just. Edie Gourmet, she's up there with Arthur Godfrey, isn't she? Yeah. And people always I will tell you, Jennifer, I saw her in concert back in 19, had to be 1989 or something. When, when Frank Sinatra came to Albany the second time around, and I saw her in concert with Frank Sinatra and Steve Lawrence, Edie Gourmet, Frank Sinatra was the headliner, obviously, and Corbett Monica was the comedian. And you know that she still sounded pretty good. At, and, really? and, you know, she, she really did sound good. And so did Steve Lawrence. They they were one heck of a team. I got to tell you, they were good. Do you want me to bring up Joe for a second, Bill? Yeah, go ahead and do Joe while I'm. All right, go. Hey, go ahead, Joe. Hi, this is Joe. Hello, this is Arthur Godfrey. And you guys are talking about me, but I've gone to Arthur Godfrey Heaven. <laughs> Hello, Tony. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. But, you know, he is a ham radio operator. He was a ham radio operator. His call was K4LIP. Let's see if I can I'm get... I'm sorry. Wow. We're not getting Kay's thing to come up here. Okay. Maybe. Do you want me to go ahead with the recipe while yeah, you're doing go that? go ahead and do that. Okay. This is a recipe for something I really didn't think I would like, and I had no intention of trying. But it was served Christmas Day at somebody's house, and I happened to be sitting at the table with the lady that made it. And I couldn't really say no, because she was sitting right there. And I did make sure it didn't have cheese in it, but it's called corn pudding. And it is one can of cream-style corn, one can of whole kernel corn. And she said you could drain part of it if you want to. I did not. One box of Jiffy cornmeal mix, just the regular, you know, seven or eight ounce box, whatever it is, a small box. And you can use eight ounces of sour cream if you want to and two eggs. And you just beat your eggs and you mix everything together and you put it in a dish and you cover it with foil and bake it at 350 for about 35 or 40 minutes. And I was amazed. And it's good, isn't it? Yes, it was very good. Did you like it? You really you really liked it, Chris? I liked right. it well enough that I got the recipe for it later. Ah, very good. Well, we have a hand from our curmudgeon, sorry, Bill, in Chicago. I'll get to him right now then. And go then ahead, I go got ahead, Kay waiting for Okay, William. Bill, real quick. Uh, Chris, that recipe, we've made that several times, and really makes it really good is you can also combine into that, if you want to add a little more zest to it, uh, a few spices like chili powder, stuff like it, more zing or cayenne pepper. But one thing, you want a little meat with it, brown some smoky links, those little smoky sausages, brown and serve, chop them up, stir it in it, or you can fry some uh, regular sausage. 
brown it up, stir it in it, and bake it. And you I can also add cheese. You can add cheese on top of them, but you don't like cheese. No. But no, I've made that recipe many a time. Yeah. Hey, did you hear me Monday? I told you we were having bologna sandwiches. No. On Monday, the Mix It Up Monday, Monday show. Oh, well, I like bologna. It's good bologna. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Was yeah. that commercial? The B O L O G N A something for Oscar, Oscar Mayer. Well, yeah. I remember. I remember years ago when I was a kid, we used to make. Did you ever toast a bologna sandwiches? No, but we we fried them. Yeah. Well, well, this, this you take bologna. You take you know, put your uh, man mayo if you want or whatever to put on it. Put it, make a sandwich. And then years ago, you used to have. It was a sandwich maker. It was like a um, hot yeah. plate, but it had two pieces. And you would spread a little butter on the uh, each side of the toast for the bread. Lay it on there and toast it. We used to sit there sometimes, my mother, an aunt of mine, and myself, my brother, my sister was too young. We used to sometimes go through three pounds of bologna just eat those dumb sandwiches. Oh, Did you ever toast a peanut butter sandwich like that? Oh, like, yeah, right. I've done that. I got a, I got a sandwich toaster here that when you put it in now, it'll, it'll cut the sandwich in half for you. That's really that. good. Oh, right. I love it. Oh, my God. Really toast peanut butter? Just peanut butter by itself on bread? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, 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 just peanut butter and bread. But, you know, but I like it, it so buttered on yeah. the outside and fried yeah, I like the outside, yeah, outside of the but, Yeah, buttered Let's, the outside uh, of the bread. Well, right. you know what? We know you're from the South, Chris, because when I was in Augusta, Georgia, everything that they ate down there was fried. Every Everything was fried down there. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, let's get Kay in real quick here. Hi, this is Kay in Buffalo with a couple things here. Now, I might be missing something, but how can you say something works when it pulverizes an egg and leaves shell on it and makes the egg look all funky looking? How can you say that that works? (laughs) Okay, and also... I just kind of came in on the middle of this and not wanting to wait. How do you know if you have non-24? I personally don't care, but does it require a battery of tests and a bunch of garbage that you have to go through to find out if you've got it or if you don't? Okay, and I think that's it. Away, and I'm making I say about the from my blind shell phone. Oh, uh, one more thing. Why can't there be a better system to uh, do callers that call in on this number? Sometimes they're totally unintelligible. Sometimes they come in really good. I mean, I don't know anything about electronics. Can't you have someone man the telephone, as it were, and just put calls <laughs> over the air like a radio talk show or something? Oh, well, just questioning. And just so you know, I eat about nine hard-boiled eggs a week. So uh, if I thought this thing worked, I'd buy it in a minute. But it's not impressing me. It's messy, pulverizes, and it leaves shells on. Hey, I can do that myself. Bye-bye. Well, um, first of all, we did explain why the egg got pulverized, and that's because when I shook it, I thought you had to really shake it hard, and I didn't have to do that. That, so, and we shook it a little too long. And you shook it too long. And the, egg, the eggshell was no more than you would get sometimes when you peel it. I just wanted people to understand that there might be a tiny bit there, just like when you peel it, sometimes there's a little bit there. Uh, and the answer to Kay's other two questions, number one, I did have some tests done. Um, and that's what the doctor told me. So I'm just going to go based upon what my doctor told me. Whether he's right or wrong, I don't know. Um, secondly, Kay, what you're wanting 
cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars to have a phone system like that. We do the legend as a voluntary thing. We do not have that kind of money. Jeff, I don't know what what you would say about that. I agree and 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 that's why that's why Bill chose Zoom for the calls so, so people can call in live because it does work and it worked a lot better than Skype did and it worked it worked a lot better than the original system you had where you had to pay for that and you had to use the mouse to, to get the callers and that was a difficult system as as it was so the the Zoom is working quite well uh both Chris and I work on unmuting and muting the calls and it it, it tends to work very well for us so that plus the first system we had that half the time it didn't work at all well the other thing is when you call in on your cell phone, Kay, it's not 100% perfect in the first place, unless you're maybe on a, you know, a total landline or whatever the case may be. So all phones are not created equally, no matter what you do. So the answer to your question is, if we had a grant for hundreds of dollars, yeah, we could have a more perfect phone system. But the most perfect phone system are not going to make a muffled cell cell phone sound any better. It's no, just, just listen to the calls on some of the radio stations today right. that it's do talk and people talk on these cell phones. Going to happen. So we chose to do the best we could with you know with what we had to to work with, and um, it's it's just the way it is. But you know, it's like saying, "Why isn't your cell phone for perfect when you call it?" It's not. Um, so, it, and as far as the egg beater, hey, what did... Part of our job, as we see it, is to tell what works, what doesn't, what the problems might be that you look for. And we don't want to get on here and just totally down somebody's product. Um, so we try to tell you the good parts and the bad parts. You know, and so you're out fourteen dollars. If you know that that's what it costs, and it works for you for the fourteen dollars, at least it's not fourteen hundred dollars. So it's just what it is. I guess we're just about to run out of time. Do we have anybody else? We do have one more. Uh -oh. Tim, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say real quick. Now, I think part of your job, Chris and Dave, is to let me know when not to buy something. Right. <laughs> yeah, and if you can if you can live with a downside, then buy it. If you can't, right. then don't buy it. Right. Uh, with that product, I would ask you, are you going to use it? Keep using it. I doubt that I will. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I do it like you do. I pre prefer to peel the eggs in my hand. <laughs> well, generally, if I peel them in the Instant Pot, I can give an egg a little squeeze and it'll pretty much peel itself. Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, that's what we do. Well, you know, when you see the, uh, when you see, and that's, that was one of the reasons we did this, because um, <laughs> you see some of this stuff on TV, and it, they make it sound like it's excellent, you know. And then when you get it, and you take it out of the box, and you take a look at it, and you think, whoa. But it peels the egg, and that's what they say about it. They say it peels the egg. It does. So, you know. Do we have time for Ellen's question? Because she has one question, sure. I'm sure, and I see her. So, you want me to get her in before yeah. we get to Tim Bill? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ellen. Uh, quick question. You were talking about um, phones. How does this phone sound to you guys? I had to upgrade it. I had to upgrade it. So it sounds I'm just good. Wondering about the, well, it the sounds much better than some of the phones you've had in the past. Um, so it does. It does sound a little better than most phones that you've had in the past. Yes, it does. 
Okay, I was just curious because um, we, you know, we were both, both Joe and I were forced to upgrade our flip phones, but I just, I was just curious about the clarity. It sounds good, Ellen. A lot better than, much, than before. Much, much better. Oh, thanks. Much I appreciate better. that. All right, guys. With I guess that, I'm going to get on out here. And all right. We'll look forward. Adios. To all right. Take care, Ellen. You too. And Kay, thanks for your feedback. Um, you know, uh, look forward to the podcast. Um, if you're one of those who want to go to the phone to listen to it, 773-572-3006. We'll get the job done for you. And you can listen there. Go to the website or... You can get it in your favorite podcatcher. So we're there. We're working on the the breaking down of all the three podcasts. And it's going to take just a little bit more time, but we'll have that done. And we'll try to be back next week with some more interesting topics and discussion for you. And that's all it is. We're here to discuss things. And it's just our opinion only. It holds no weight, but we enjoy it. So... With that, uh, look forward to Tim coming on, and I think Tim said there would be no Chris today, but but the immigrant is filling in for him. So and Nolan tonight, and on and on we go with Steve and all things radio. And my, do we have a list for you? So have a great um, day, everyone. Take it away, Tim.